Hey, welcome to the porch. We're out here every Monday with new episodes, so you can follow, subscribe, or whatever it is you have to do to get a notification so you can join us every week out here. Thanks for stopping by, and I hope you enjoy. What'd you do today? I'll say well, I did fuck all, dude. <laughs> I uh, I actually got to sleep in for a little bit today, which was really nice. Um, nice. Always like I don't that. Know if, I don't. I don't know if you know this about a, a parenthood, but um, you don't really get to choose when you wake up once you become a, a parent. Uh, <laughs> I've pretty much heard dictated. That. Pretty much dictated by the child, and uh, my son fucking loves waking up at like six a.m., six thirty a.m. And I know, <laughs> I know there's probably some parents out there that are like, that's not early at all, or even just regular people. That's fucking early, okay? There, there's no reason to be awake at 6 a.m. if you don't have to be. Uh, I 100% agree. Um, but for whatever reason, we, we actually don't know why, because like, so obviously, right, if a child takes a nap, they're gonna be less tired at night. Like that's just how the world works. Not even a child, just mm-hmm. people in general. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, usually, like through the week, Monday to Friday, he goes to his daycare, and he'll take one nap there, and then we don't. They don't give him another nap because we ask them not to, and then he doesn't take another nap when he gets home. The next time he goes to sleep, it's to sleep for the night because we want him to sleep through the night. You know what I mean? Right. But on the weekends, when he doesn't go to daycare, there are times where he gets two naps. Especially uh, on Sundays when we go and see the in-laws, because her mom will take care of him. And usually he'll fall asleep like shortly before we leave. And he'll definitely be asleep like on the drive there, because it's like a 30-40 minute drive. Uh, and then usually while my mother-in-law is taking care of him, he'll fall asleep again and take a second nap. Um, so yesterday for us was Sunday and that happened. He took his two naps, but when we were coming home, he just still seemed like groggy and tired. And we were like, Oh, okay. Maybe, you know, maybe he's going to fall asleep on the drive home, but he didn't fall asleep on the drive home. And then he was like wound for sound fully at like super energetic when we got home. <laughs> and then like seven thirty hit. And you would have thought he had, like, the biggest caffeine crash ever. He was just, like, pissed <laughs> at the world and, like, did not want to be awake. And so we got him to fall asleep. And, yeah, he slept from 8, probably about 8.15 last night until about 7.30 this morning. So he slept for almost nice. 12 hours. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And so that naturally that meant I got an extra hour of sleep. I woke up and I was like, "Oh god damn, what the fuck? This is great." <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's crazy like what extra sleep can do for you cuz like Oh yeah. I don't I don't sleep super well, um especially since I uh started uh I almost said started started using again. <laughs> that sounds fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> started using nicotine again. Yeah. That's uh, kind of hurt my sleep from what it was when I was off of it. Um, and I can always tell like on, like as soon as I wake up, like if I got good sleep or not, and usually it's bad, oh, yeah. but the feeling that you get when you get a good night's sleep and you wake up is just euphoric. Oh yeah. It's truly, truly like the best thing in the world. Um, and it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how much a difference, even like I said, it was only an hour of extra sleep that I got. So like, I don't know. It's just crazy how one hour was enough to like completely, uh, yeah, completely wake me, wake me or like, you know, make me feel more awake. And I mean, part of it too mm-hmm. is I did, I did go to sleep a little bit earlier than I probably normally do when I have like, cause I know I have the day off on Mondays, right? So I usually stay mm-hmm. a little bit, but I went to bed slightly earlier, <clears throat> and uh, I'm sure that that was part of it too. But yeah, I don't know. It was just great. So I woke up not as 
dead dog tired as I usually am. Um, but since we did wake up later than normal, it was a bit of a, a mad dash to get him, get my son to eat breakfast and get him ready to go to work or go, go to work. What, <laughs> what the About fuck? Time put my, son, to work. <laughs> my son's a fucking accountant or something. He's got to get to his job. He's got to get to his old nine to five. I pictured like a coal mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's heading down to the, uh, the old mine shaft, is he? <laughs> Just got the covered in black. <laughs> yeah, that's that why he's so fucking tired. He comes home and passes yeah. out from after working in the coal mines. Um, no wonder no, he's I had sleeping to, well. Yeah, I had to get him uh, to eat his breakfast and get him ready to go to daycare, which is kind of like a job for a baby, I guess. He's there nine to five. You know, he does his he does his hours. He puts in his work. Uh, so that was. It was a little hectic this morning, but once we got him to daycare, it's been it's been a pretty relaxing day. We've just been hanging out and uh, not really doing much, playing Baldur's Gate and just sitting here with my dog. You know, well, my literal Are dog, you? not like not like my homie, right? <laughs> my dog. <laughs> D-O-G, not D O G. Yeah. D-O-G. yeah. <laughs> How how has your day been? What what was your day like? No, I'm bad. I uh, I stayed up too late last night, um, and I woke up and I had to go to a, a, a coach's meeting, which it was at nine, so it's not like it was super early. But usually, I get up at like nine or ten throughout the week, so hmm. it's about the same, you know. Especially when I Stay up too late the night before, but um, went to that and got our scouting and stuff ready for the week and, uh, you know, practice plans, all that stuff. Um, and then I came home and I watched uh, football for 10 hours. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So, yeah, our buddy. Our buddy Clint came over. Um, hey, oh, shout out Clint. Yeah, hung out and watched football and ate pizza and um, yeah, Colts lost a tough one in OT, so that kind of sucked. But it was a really good game, and we were, you know, we, I think we were down like twenty three at one point. We came back and tied it up. So, oh, there you go. That was promising. Um, uh, the Ravens won, I saw. The Ravens. I'll say this. The Ravens came back from a, a rough week three, losing to the Colts in overtime, which I think was also a great game. I'm okay with losing to the Colts because it was a good game. Uh, I think we should have beat the Colts personally, but again, you can I, – I don't know. This is a bit of a tangent. I don't know if this is just me and you and just like a Midwest thing because other Midwestern people I've talked to have said similar things, but like I don't mind as much when my team loses if it's a good game. Like if they lose a game, they should have won, in my opinion, as long as it was like a good game. Mm-hmm. And that's how, I, that's how I feel about the game with the Colts. And that's not to say the Colts are bad. I don't want you to get that impression. I think the Colts are uh, better than they have been. But yeah, we're, I mean, we, were, we talked about it a yeah. little bit. Before. They're just not quite ready for like playoffs. Exactly. We've been yeah. And I mean, I feel like the Ravens had a really good week one and week two. Um, week two was, I guess, maybe not great, but I felt like we were on a good roll and then to kind of lost yeah. it against the Colts. But bounce back this week, beat the dog shit out of the Cleveland Browns. Everybody loves that. Um, yeah. But uh, Ravens have had a ton of injuries too. Like they had a bunch of people out against the Colts. Fucking. What's new? What's new? <laughs> you know, fucking was it? Wasn't yeah. it last year they had like four players tear their ACL before week one? Yeah, that was tough. Or something dumb like that. <laughs> uh, but on instead of us just talking about our teams, which we can do that in a little bit, on the note of football, can we talk about the fever dream that was Toy Story? Fun, fun day football or whatever. Oh my god, dude, that was like I didn't know what to expect. Me, like I heard him talking 
about it. They were like, yeah, it's going to be animated. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, huh, that'll be weird. And I didn't like expect the players to actually like look the way they did. Like, yeah, I expected either. them to still look like human. Looked real. You know what I mean? Like, I thought maybe there would <laughs> yes. just be some like different like animations on the screen or something, you know, or some shading or something. It was right. like, nope. It was, yeah. it was like watching a video game. It really was. It was very interesting. Also, uh, Booker Booker McFarlane, he he looked like he had a big ass fucking head. Just gonna throw that out <laughs> yeah. there. His he head was fucking head. huge. <laughs> um, but what I want to say is like, as weird as it was. Well, here's the thing: I watched it because that was pretty much the only way I could watch the game here in Japan. Because I, don't oh, know if yeah. I mentioned this, this, this. We've talked about fucking paywalls and stupid shit before. Mm-hmm. I have used, uh, it's called DAZN. I believe it is a Canadian company, but it's like a sports streaming service. They kind of do stuff in America, but like America's sports streaming market is so fucking insane that they don't really have a lot of rights to stuff. So they're mainly for like international stuff. So like for me in Japan, I can watch the Japanese soccer league, um, all three tiers of it, because there's like three tiers, you know, in soccer. There's different levels. I can watch all of the Japanese soccer leagues. I can watch the Japanese baseball league. I can watch um, the French soccer league, the Spanish soccer league. Uh, I used to be able to watch the NFL. We'll get back to that in a second. Um, I can watch, like, golf. I can watch racing. So, like, I can watch a shit ton of sports. It's great. I've loved it since I've had it. Mm-hmm. And the best part about it, like I was saying, was that I could watch the NFL. I could watch any game in the NFL, and I could watch the Super Bowl, and it was just, it was dope. It was, it was always an English broadcast, except for the Super Bowl. They would have your choice of an English broadcast or a Japanese broadcast. And it was great. It was fantastic. And then, for whatever fucking reason, this year, I don't know if it's a choice by NFL. I don't know. I don't know who made the decision. But now I get one game a week, and the rest of them are behind NFL Game Pass. And mind you, the mm. zone is, is already a monthly subscription that I have to pay for. If I want to mm-hmm. watch these other NFL games that are behind NFL Game Pass, I have to pay. Uh, well, it would be broken off into I think like four payments over like three months or whatever. But it ends up being like three hundred fucking dollars. Jesus. And I was like, no, I'm not going to fucking do that. <laughs> because as great as it was to watch the games, a lot of the games are on at like 2 a.m. for me. Like right. Monday Monday morning, 2 a.m. And when it was free, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just go back and like watch the game. Like if, if the Ravens played at 2 a.m. and I was sleeping through it, I wouldn't look at the score when I woke up and I would just watch it as if it was live. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but now I can't even fucking do that, and it just it just kind of bums me out that there was this perfect system, <laughs> like it was great, and people yeah. were getting money. You know what I mean? I wasn't watching them for free; I was still paying mm-hmm. a monthly fee. But now it's like I've got to pay this other add-on fee, and it's I don't know, it just it, it irks me, I guess, because yeah, I hate that that's what yeah, the world has, or like that's what the market has become. You know. Yeah. Everything is just you have to pay a monthly fee for everything now. Yep, everything. Everything's <laughs> a subscription. Yeah. So fucking Netflix ruined it for everybody. Yeah. So anyway, back to what I was saying. That was why I had to watch the Toy Story one, because that was my only way of watching the game. Mm. Um and yeah, it's similarly, I was like, I have no idea what to expect. And I'm like, I tried to explain it to my wife, who already doesn't know about football. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's going to be animated and it's going to be in Andy's room. And she was like, oh, okay, I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, and then I, I showed it to her. <laughs> I showed it to her when it started. And she was like, oh, I thought you meant they were just going to like have like a, a screen of Andy's room and like in his room there would be a TV and the game was going to be on his TV. And I was like, you know that I can see why you thought that, but no, that's not <laughs> yeah. it's not what I meant at all. Um, so, yeah, it was interesting. That's for sure. Yeah, it was it was something, and 
I mean, I I didn't watch the whole game. I only watched parts of it, but it was cool. I mean, I I get what they're doing, like trying to reach younger audiences and stuff. And I don't know if I was a kid, I probably would have thought that was awesome. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I didn't intently watch it because it was that format. But I I mean, I had a similar thought. I was like, oh, if if I was my son right now, this shit would be dope. Like, mm-hmm. this would be so fucking cool. Um, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think I think it's a really, I don't want to say really smart. Well, because here's the, I don't know. Hold on. Let me get my thoughts together. Okay. I like to talk. I like to talk and not think about it first and just kind of, I'm like Michael Scott, you know? I just start talking and hope the words come <laughs> together. Uh, um, I, I understand that it's targeted towards children or whatever, like for kids to enjoy. But like at the same time, Who's not watching American football in America? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It feels it feels kind of bizarre to do it with the NFL because that is like that's our sport, you know? That's our that's mm-hmm. what we do. But Yeah. I know what you mean. I did I did see some some X what are they called? Are they still called tweets? Are they Xers? What are they now? Uh, what are they called now? I think they're just called posts or something stupid. All right. Well, I saw some posts Post on X <laughs> uh, of parents being like, oh, my daughter has never watched a football game with me, but she's loving this, you know, Toy Story football thing. So I was like, I, clearly it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or it was just people lying on on X to get posted on TV and have the five <laughs> seconds of fame. I don't know. But yeah, that's a possibility as well. That's so fun. That, that's insane to me that that's the world we live in. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, it's insane to me that we live in a world where people would actually do that. And I assume that people are doing that. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. That I just assume <laughs> everyone's a bad person. Yeah. Our minds are so tainted that <laughs> we think everything's that way now. Yeah. Well, speaking of insane things like that, I sorry, this is this is coming out of nowhere for you, but this is my brain, I guess. Have you seen the story that's been going around of uh, like a YouTube prankster who got fucking shot because he kept annoying a dude for a quote unquote prank? Was that like in a? Was that that was like out in public, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was in a shopping mall. Okay. And the. The dude that shot him got fat. Like he's he's innocent. Everybody was like, "Yeah, it's really? Like that? Yeah." <laughs> Everybody like saw the footage and they were like, "Yeah, I'd have probably done the same fucking thing." <laughs> to be fair, I mean, the YouTube he got shot like in the leg. He he did not die. He's fine. He's not dead. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, they were like, "Well, because I've seen the video and like, I'll be honest." I'd probably pull the trigger too. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I I don't want to go on record of saying that I would shoot somebody. <laughs> Let me clear that real quick. But no, I mean it's your typical annoying fucking. I just want to be popular on the internet, dude. Who, who like goes up to the stranger and like plays this audio off his phone right in his ear, and the dude's very calm in the beginning. He's like, "Hey, man, like, stop," and he just keeps doing it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Dude, fucking leave me alone!" Like you can see the dude get more frustrated. And the dude does it the last time, and he just says, fucking leave me alone. And then you just hear, bah! And it's like, oh, fuck, he shot him. He shot him right in the leg, right there. He, I mean, and it's, to be honest, it, it was kind of a badass move. The dude hit it in stride. He was just walking, and you see his right hand go up, pop, puts the gun away. Like, it was a quick one-two mo- Like He had experience, I think, is all I'm saying. Yeah, he, he practiced. He had practiced the move, yeah. The man was ready for a YouTube prankster to get on his nerves, I think. <laughs> That's crazy. And I will is, say, man. I don't I mean, I don't think, you know, I don't think you should just be able to shoot people that are annoying you, but um, <laughs> like the world would uh, be insane if it was. It'd be wild west. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I do fucking hate like those video, like there's videos that people do, like the prank videos and stuff. Yeah. 
that are just so like like I just feel awful watching them because I'm like this is awful like you're being so mean to this person like for no reason like just yeah like just being a dick like there's a difference between like that stuff and then like I don't know like impractical jokers or whatever like they obviously like that's kind of like a prank show but like they at least none that I've seen they're not just like flat out mean to people you know what I mean they just like put them in awkward situations or whatever but like a lot of those videos that you see are just people just being dickheads and it's like why do you got to do that don't do that yeah yeah well I mean it's just I, I, it's been a minute since we've got on our social media soapbox, so maybe it's time to do it again. But it's just, it's people that have been warped with like, how do I want to say that? They don't see people as people anymore, man. They just see it as mm-hmm. a moment of like content. And that's mm-hmm. so fucking insane. Yeah. And like, you know, Whatever, I, you I get clicks. it. Yeah. And I get that people like, people in nature to an extent you kind of do forget that people are people if that makes sense like like how do i want to say this like you're my friend right Mm -hmm. and it's very and i'm sure you do the same thing with me and like other friends you i don't think about what you do every single day personally you know what i mean like it's it's gonna sound insane to say but like you don't exist until you converse with me like until you message me or something you know what i mean or until i think about you like in my in a weird way you know it's the main character syndrome thing that we all suffer from a little bit but we can (laughs) keep it within control um Mm -hmm. or like right now like my wife's at work but i'm not thinking like oh okay she's doing this this and this i'm just like okay she's just she's not here you know she's not here now um she's at work yeah and so like everyone (laughs) does that kind of to an extent kind of like forgets that people are their own person and they have their own lives they have their own burdens they have their own everything Mm -hmm. but it's gotten to a point now where it's like yeah it's like you don't even see them as the same as you at all you just see them as like (laughs) honestly as like a computer in a game where it's like oh i can do this and then i get money like it's just so fucking weird man <laughs> and like don't even get me honestly i hate that prankster stuff like you were just saying it makes me uncomfortable like people are just being a dick to people mm-hmm. but i'm equally as uncomfortable as like people filming themselves give random people money and shit yeah it's just like yeah because that's not genuine yeah, or maybe it is, but that's the problem that I have is like, I don't know. I don't know if it's genuine or not because you have now forced me to watch you be a good person and that doesn't feel good. That feels the opposite mm-hmm. of good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's just, I don't know, man. I just hate, I hate it. That, that's, that's the best way I can put it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, yes, I I hate content. I hate content for the sake of being content. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, if you're not actively trying to make something funny or dramatic or entertaining, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're putting that minimal of effort into it, of just like, oh, I'll give this random person money and people will praise me. Like, that's Mm. not creative. That's not, I don't know. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm sure there's some warped thought of like, oh, well, if he does that, then more people are going to do it. No, they're fucking not. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's bullshit, and you know it is. Yeah. I don't know. It just so I, it just it bothers me, man. It bothers me that there's that many people out there. Yeah, I agree. And it's yeah, it's whether you're doing good things or bad things, it's still in the same vein of just doing it for like clicks or there's always whatever. An, al- an, al- like, what's, <laughs> an, an ulterior motive. Sorry, I keep cutting yeah. it off, but. Oh no, you're good. That's that's basically where I was going with that. Is like, and it sucks that you know, like we talked about, kind of like our brains have been almost conditioned to where now I feel like fucking almost everything is that way. Like I don't trust yeah most of what I see now, whether it be genuine or not. You know what I mean? There's always like that little yeah. doubt now that like 
stuff is like that. And I don't know if that's just growing up and maturing or and not being as gullible or if it's just my mind's been conditioned that way because of social media. Yeah, I don't know. It it makes me true. Like, I mean, I don't know. It just, I just hate it. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. It's we're there's. I, I don't. I've heard it from Cody Co on YouTube say it. I don't know if it's a, a common phrase. I don't know if it's a thing that people are are using. But we're now at a stage of like, what does he call it? Is it like post-internet? Or I don't remember what it's called, but where it's like internet has ruined our minds and society so bad that like we just, that's where we are now. It's like we question the authenticity of everything. We question the genuine, like how genuine things are. Like everyone is just corrupted from this shit now at this point. And like, mm-hmm. you just never know. It's so, it's so fucked up. Right. The world's so fucking fucked up. <laughs> and well now especially with like the like fucking ai and stuff like oh yeah creating creating like these images that look real like yeah. who knows what's fucking real or fake anymore with stuff like that you know what i mean like oh yeah we live in a nightmare i don't, I don't know how else to put it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. We we can get off of this uh, this soapbox now, but it's just it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy. Like, yeah, it's crazy because like there's no there's no answer for it. Like it because there's no punishment for it. There's no mm-hmm. like it's just it's just always going to be there. It's, it's inevitable. Makes me think of the yep. Steve Buscemi quote from uh, Spy Kids 2. I don't recall. You don't recall? Oh, hold on. Let me just re- let me just re- uh, reiterate where this quote is from and who says it. This is a quote from Steve Buscemi in the movie Spy Kids 2. He says, and I quote, do you think God stays in heaven because he too fears what he has created? <laughs> it's, I, I, might have, I, might have, I, I might have gotten it wrong, but it is very close to that. Because the whole premise <laughs> of Spy Kids 2, right, is like they're on that island that has... Have you seen Spy Kids 2? Uh, forever ago. Okay, that's fine. The whole thing is uh, they're on this island... How the fuck do you spell Steve Buscemi? That's probably close enough. Um, he's like a scientist on this island that has like all these monster, like hybrid monsters that like aren't real. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, like, like dinosaurs that are the size of like squirrels and like monkeys that are the size of skyscrapers. Like, it's just a crazy thing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and so like they're talking to him and he's going on this big spiel about, uh, like he's not content with what he's done, but he's had to do it because this evil guy is making him do it. And then he just like pans away from talking to the kids and like looks off into the distance on this solo shot. Like the camera's just focused on him. <laughs> he's obviously not like looking in the camera cause that would break the fourth wall, but he's looking past it. Right. And yeah, he says, do you think God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he's created? <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? Is this still spy kids? <laughs> so uh yeah that's yeah. pretty deep for her a kid's movie <laughs> yeah it's it's so out of nowhere too like it, it really just kind of hits you in the face <laughs> i'd like so. to think that he just ad-libbed that oh like yeah that it was, was just an improv, improv line <laughs> <laughs> the director was like damn that's hard as fuck keep it in <laughs> yeah people are gonna think i'm a <laughs> fucking genius that i wrote that in <laughs> I often think about that quote because it is insane that it exists yeah. in a Spy Kids movie. It's a deep, it's a yeah, deep fucking not, quote. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't recall that quote. Uh, yeah, most kids do not. <laughs> really, the only thing I remember about 
Spy Kids, and I think it's from the first one. Because there was like what three of them? Um, three with like the original, uh, the original uh, Carmen and uh, what's his name, Julia, Julie. Junie? The original two, Junie. Yeah, there was. Th- they did three. There was the first one, the second one that I just quoted was Steve Buscemi, and then like the three D one that they did. But I think they've made yeah. a new, like they've made another one where like the first two are like the uncles of kid. I don't know. It's but oh, fucking rehash. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the only thing I remember really is. I remember Danny Trejo popping up. Badass. Um, and then uh like the, the thumb people, the thumb guys. Yes. I remember these are the dumbest things that I remember from it. I remember <laughs> the thumb people and I remember making an F with your finger. Like I still do that to this day. Making an F with your finger? Yeah, so follow me here. Let's see if you can do this. See if I can explain this to you well enough. Take your right okay. hand. Take your right yes. hand. Hold your index, curl all your fingers in, stick your index finger straight out. And look at your index finger from the side, like where your thumb is. Like point to your left is what I'm saying, essentially. And hold that okay. pointing left in front of your face. Okay? Now, mm-hmm. have your middle finger stick straight down, like. Point it straight down as best as you can. Okay. Okay, now put your thumb across your middle finger's knuckle, like your, your knuckle and your middle finger. Okay. That should be a backward that should be a backwards F for you. Yes, it is. Yeah, and if you do it with your left hand, it's a right ways F. Oh. And they did they did that in the movie. That was like the evil organization sign. They threw the F. Was it gang sign? That was their gang sign, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they went around throwing Fs. Huh. I didn't recall that either. Yeah. Um, Is that sign language for F or something? Nope. They just threw it in their, they just threw it in their movie. Huh. You want to hear something crazy, though? Absolutely. The Spy Kids movie is kind of fucking stacked with stars. Um, so, like Antonio Banderas is the dad, right? Yeah. Danny Trejo. Yeah, we'll see how many you can get. Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the mom. The mom's a popular actress. Carla Gugino. Gugino? I don't know how to say your last name, but. What is it again? I'm sorry, you cut it. You got, you turned into a robot there for like five seconds. That was weird. <laughs> sorry. What, say your name again? It's like Carla Gugino. Gugino? G U G I N O. She's she's popular. I mean, she was in gotcha. The Haunting of Hill House, Watchmen, Night yes. Museum. Like, she, she's, she's very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember who the bad guy was. Well, here, let me just read these to you. How about that? Yeah, that'll be easier. Okay, well, first and foremost, as you said, we have Antonio Banderas as the dad and Carla, yeah. last name to be decided, uh, <laughs> as the mom. Danny Trejo is their dad. Uh, I don't know if you know him. I don't think he's super, super well-known. But he is, a, I mean, he's been in like 007. He was in, he's been in quite a few movies. His name's Alan Cumming. Do you know who he um, is? I might know him if I saw him. You probably would. He, he He's one of those actors where you don't really know his name, but you recognize his face. Uh, he kind of looks like Pee Wee Herman, to be honest. He played Nightcrawler in one of the X-Men movies, but that's irrelevant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at him now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's in the movie. Cheech Martin is in the movie from Cheech and Chong. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Tony Shalob is in the movie who played Monk on the hit TV series Monk. Yes, yes. George Clooney is in the fucking movie. He is? Yep. 
He might be I in the second one, but he, he's in he's in one of the Spy Kids movies. I believe this is like every actor who has been in a Spy Kids movie. Maybe not specifically mm. the first one, but uh, it's still insane. Uh, Emily yeah. Osment was in a Spy Kids movie. Steve uh, Buscemi. Sure Emily Osment. She was in uh, Hannah Montana. She was uh, Hannah Montana's best friend. Oh, her friend. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um. So there's that one. I we, I mentioned Steve Buscemi, Ricky Gervais was in one. Oh God. Christopher Mc Christopher McDonald has been in one. Who's Shooter McGavin? If you're unaware. Yeah. Um, Salma Hayek has been in one. Jessica Alba has been in one. Sylvester Stallone has been in one. Elijah Wood has been in one. <laughs> Robert Patrick has been in one, and if you don't know who that is, he was in Terminator. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, He's, uh, he was yeah. a bad Terminator in the second yes. one. Yes, yeah. Uh, Taylor Momsen has been in one. Who was uh, Cindy Lou Who in the Grinch live yeah. action? She's also uh, a singer. She is. She's a singer of like a metal band, I believe. Um, so yeah, those were some of the the actors that have touched a Spy Kids movie, which is insane to think about, in my opinion. Mike Judge. Yeah, Mike Judge has been in one. I just saw that one too. Yeah. <laughs> That's the uh, so, creator of King of the Hill. For those of you who don't know. Yeah, and you know what the most Do insane thing is? What? At least the most insane thing to me, uh, coming out of the Spy Kids. Uh, Junie Cortez, the actor who plays Junie Cortez, is married to Megan Trainer, and they have a child. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember seeing so, a post about that on Twitter or something, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. So I don't know. The Spy Kids franchise is just kind of like an insane thing that happened. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I think about I think about the Spy Kids a lot. Maybe more than I probably should. <laughs> I don't really... I haven't thought about Spy Kids in a long, long time. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, me movies. saying that... It, they really are. Me saying that I think about the Spy Kids more than I probably should made me think of a bit from... Uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, he's really popular right now. We've been sending Instagram clips of him. Shane something. Shane... Gillis. Yeah. Have you seen his stand-up special on Netflix? I have not. I've seen like clips, but I haven't seen the actual. You should watch it. It might be. And and here's the thing. I'm no expert on comedy. Like, I'm no expert on stand-up comedy. But I do watch a lot of stand-up comedians. That might be one of the best stand-up specials I've seen in like the past two years. Really? Like, that, that was... And I don't know if it's just because like... I haven't seen, I mean, like, obviously I've seen clips of him on podcasts and stuff, but I've never really seen him do stand-up. That was the first stand-up that I've watched in a long time that, like, genuinely got me to belly laugh. (laughs) Because, like, so the the closest one I could think of would be John Mulaney's most recent one, The Comeback Kid, or not The Comeback Kid. Or is that what it's called? It's his most recent one that he did after coming out of rehab. That one's really funny, and it made me laugh, but, like, Nothing that got me fucking laughing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And yeah, that the Shane Shane Gillis, is that how you say it you said? Yeah. Yeah. It it was it was very good. And I don't want to ruin it, but there's there are some very funny fucking things in there. And the reason why I thought of it, <laughs> I guess I will ruin this one a little bit. He's talking about how he likes to bash his girlfriend's ex-boyfriends and uh he was like giving an example and he was like oh your ex-boyfriend's a substitute teacher it's kind of weird he wants to be around kids that bad you know and like it fucking it killed me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the whole special is very fucking funny uh, he's pretty funny i've seen I haven't actually watched the stand-up, but I've seen clips and stuff of his stand-up and like him being on like Joe Rogan and other podcasts yeah. and stuff. And he's he's funny guy. 
he is he's very funny. He yeah, he I don't know if it was just because like I don't know. I don't know if it was his, his approach to how he like delivers his jokes was just different enough to make me laugh, but it, it was like I said, it was it was the first time in a while where I watched a stand-up show that like got me to fucking belly laugh hard. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to watch it. I would highly recommend it. I've actually watched it twice. That's how much I liked it. Really? I watched it once, yeah, and then I waited like a week for the jokes to kind of like go out of my head. Well, like, I mean, like I still knew the punchlines, obviously, but like they weren't as fresh. And then, yeah, I watched it again. Right. It was still just as fucking funny. <laughs> it was great. I've done that with uh, Dave Chappelle stand-ups. Oh, I've watched those. Legend. I've watched pretty much all of his several times. He's probably my it's, favorite comedian. Yeah, and it's crazy to not only just comedians. Uh, I've talked a lot. I apologize, but I it's crazy to it's crazy to live in a moment where you like Dave Chappelle is probably going to go down as one of the greatest stand up comedians ever. Oh yeah, and it's crazy. It's crazy to have been alive and like have seen that. And I know there's like controversy around him or whatever. Like some people feel a certain way about him, but like. He will go down as one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. Oh, for sure. And that's just... It's crazy to be alive during that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And... um, I feel like, especially with like stand-up comedy today being so different than it was even in like the earlier 2000s, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe that goes back to like the internet thing and, uh, you know, being able to be seen more easily or, you know, like spreading your content. Yeah. Being able to reach well, more people easy, like more easily. But Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, because that, that's the other thing, too, is, like, it feels like a lot of, I mean, I don't know. Some comedians feel like they, they deliver their bits or, like, they set up their bits to be clipped, to be shared on social media. You know what I mean? Like, it. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, there are a lot of comedians that don't do it, but I remember, and I think we've talked about it on here before. Like the blue collar comedy tour. <laughs> um, like a lot of their jokes, like a lot of the humor in their jokes is that they're telling this big long story. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like Bill Ingville, yeah. his whole, like, he'll tell a story of like, oh, I went to the store and like throughout that whole story are all these little punchline jokes, but you have to hear the whole thing to get it. Yeah. And it's like, you can't fucking put that on a, th- a one minute Instagram video. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And so in a way, yeah, I do think like comedy has kind of adapted. Obviously a lot of comedians still have the big longer bits and whatnot, but like there are some jokes that are just like these short, sweet jabs just so they can get clipped and shared Mm -hmm. on social media. And I don't know, just, it is kind of weird. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. And that's what I meant by I. I mean, you were I, you were able to explain it more in depth than I you was, but that's pretty much. I'm going to assume you meant. Or I'm going to assume you said that's what you meant by that. Yeah, like. Oh. Uh, I couldn't. Oh, there you are. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Um. Yeah, like I. Like, it's, it was one of those things where, like, I knew it was different. Like, there's something different. I just couldn't, like, put my finger on it. And you right. explained it way better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Told you that. I, I've watched... I don't know when it really happened. I mean, I, I always used to watch, like, stand-up comedy, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour with my with my family and stuff. Of course. I've, al- I've always loved watching stand-up comedy. Like, you know... And I'm 
that's not like a oh I'm so fucking unique. I know everybody likes to watch stand up comedy, <laughs> but I like. I don't know. It's been it's been my niche thing the past couple. I say niche. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been my thing the past couple years where it's like oh. I don't know what to watch on Netflix. I'm going to watch a new comedian. Like I'm just going to watch a new stand-up special that I've never watched. And I found some great comedians from it. There's some people that I really like and that I enjoy. And then there's some that fucking sucked, you know? <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's what you get when you take the, the risk. That's what you get. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I noticed, I don't know when I pieced it together, but there was pro- there was a point where I was like, oh, no one really does, like, these longer longer jokes that like break into segues and then go back to the main jo- like you know what i mean like the tangent type stuff yeah and i mean shane shane gills he does it in his new one he 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 does he has the little punches the little jabs for like social media but a lot of his stuff mm-hmm. is like this longer thing and then it breaks off to these other points and then it comes back and it's, it's i don't know it was good i liked it but yeah yeah i'm gonna have to I'm definitely gonna have to watch that because I love I love stand up comedy. Um, I used to watch it, you know, all the time, just like when I was bored, or you know. Um, and here recently, I haven't really been watching as much, but um, it also doesn't help that my wife hates watching stand ups. Um, I don't know why. I always tell her it's because she hates comedy and joy. Um, <laughs> She she doesn't think that's as funny as I do when I say it, but <laughs> um, uh, so really, like the only time I can watch it is when, like, she goes to bed or like if I'm home by myself, which is, I mean, not a whole lot, um, right? But uh, I did. I went back. Uh, it's been months ago. I went and watched. Um, Richard Pryor, have you ever watched any of his stand-ups? Yeah, yeah. Um, a guy that I coached with was like, dude, you've got to watch Richard Pryor. He's hilarious. And like I had always heard he was funny, and I'd like seen him in movies, um, like Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights a great movie. Um, mm-hmm. And stuff like that. But um, I'd never watched any of like his stand-up. And dude... I I think I watched I think there's two on Netflix that I watched. Yeah. And and talk about like genuine laughs. Like I almost pissed myself laughing. Oh yeah. And I was I yeah. was so worried that I was gonna wake my wife up because I was trying not to laugh like out loud. Like Yeah, yeah. I but mean. I couldn't help it. Like I just fucking I was cracking up. Yeah. Well, and that's like the one that one that gets me, and I, this is not, you know, I'm not unique for this. I know a lot of people love him, and he is one of the greats. George Carlin, his stand-up is so fucking funny. Yeah, I've never actually watched, like, I've seen clips, but I've never watched a full stand-up from him. And I know he's, it's like, supposed so... to be like, one of the best of all time. Oh, yeah, he's fantastic. One of his bits that's been, it's popped up for me a couple times. I don't know if it's popped up for anybody else, but if it has been, I'm glad that it has been. It's him talking about the difference between baseball and football, and it's so it's so good. I've seen that clip. Yeah, it's so like I think, and I don't know. George Carlin's great at a lot of things, but I think finding the comedy in the nothingness is what he excels at. Yeah, like you you find any other comedian that could make the joke about who can make people laugh as hard as they do in that that clip about football and baseball just literally comparing football and baseball he does nothing more than that yeah <laughs> he's just a making a joke about how football is war and baseball is not and like, yeah <laughs> that's it and it's it's so good it's so well done yeah his uh yes. his sport his sport chant is oh my favorite clip that i've seen of him. <laughs> Oh, it's so fucking good. I used to have it memorized. <laughs> I've forgotten it since, but it's so good. What is it? Like, ratchet, uh, batshit. Dirt, yeah, ratchet, batshit, dirty old twat. 69 assholes tied in a hooray, <laughs> lizard shit. Fuck. It's so good. Fuck. 
<laughs> yeah. All I needed was the first word, and it came back immediately. <laughs> and like you said, like that's not even like a like he didn't set that up with anything, or at least in the clip no. that I saw. It was just, no. hey, this is really funny. I'm gonna say this. Like it was just, yeah. Like, <laughs> It was, what's the most insane thing that I can say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man, it's. But. I think. No, if you, you haven't watched the Richard Pryor ones, you should, you should check those out. Oh, absolutely. And I think the beauty in all of it, right, is that, like. The beautiful thing with stand-up comedy and the, and the ones that do it really well they find their way to do it. So like, yeah, like I, I think, style. I think that's why I, yeah, I think that's why I enjoyed Shane's thing so much is because like I said, the way he delivered jokes and like the way he interacted with the crowd was very unique. Yeah. And it, there's a way to do it. I, I don't know that I'm getting very pompous and bullshitty here, but <laughs> There's a way to do it where it feels genuine in a way where it's like, oh, okay, you're you're working the crowd, which is totally fine. Like, oh, that's part of the job. You work the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, that's how you get them to laugh. But, mm-hmm. like, the way Shane does it, it, it truly just feels like he's talking to friends always. And, like, because, like, this isn't ruining it, but you'll see it when you watch it. He'll, like, say something, and he knows that, like, some people are going to be on the fence about whether they should laugh or not. And he just, like, sits and pauses, and he's like, uh okay, whatever, like, you don't, like, he just shrugs it <laughs> off like you would with a friend, and it's, it's, I don't know, yeah. it's very, it's very genuine, it's very pure, it's very funny. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah so, like, people, I, I like, definitely know what you mean with the styles and stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, people um, like him, George Carlin has his own style, Richard Pryor definitely has his own mm-hmm. style, Cat Williams, Cat Williams, oh, God, oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking hysterical. Just- 100 miles an hour all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, John Mulaney definitely has his own style. Uh, one that people don't talk about a lot, but uh, well, I guess this was, this isn't who I was going to say. Pete Holmes has his own style for sure. I'm not yeah. crazy about yep. it, but he is pretty funny. Um, I like you. Why can I not? Why can I not think of his fucking name? Oh my god, it's a Pete. Uh, Fucking Christ, Cameron. Saturday Night Live. It... Tattoos. Dates a bunch of supermodels and people don't know why. Oh. Uh... Uh, Davidson. Yes. He, so his stand-up, I don't think he's great at stand-up, but he is very funny still. Um, yeah, he, has, he has a unique style. Cool. Um, Bill Burr. Oh, yeah. Just angry white dude. That's a great style. He's fucking angry bitching about stuff for an hour Just and a half. Like angry, <laughs> angry 70s dad. Like, that's what that's what Bill yep. Burr is. <laughs> I love it, too, because, like, stuff that he complains about, he finds a way to make it, like, even if you haven't been in, like, similar situations, like, you still, like. Oh, yeah like relate to it at like you get oh. pissed for him <laughs> it's so funny yeah bill burr is another great comedian that i feel i feel like he gets i don't know i don't feel like he gets enough attention but at the same time i don't mm-hmm. think he wants to get too much attention right. like I, I think he has his bubble and he's very content with that bubble and I, yeah that's, you know that's whatever works man it's not about being yeah. kevin hart you know <laughs> Right. <laughs> now, Bill Burr is awesome. Shot to, yeah. What were you saying? No, sorry. <sighs> oh, I was just t- going to talk about how Kevin Hart just went from like zero to nine million in the span of like five years. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, well, it's I kind remember. of probably it's something that sh- should be looked at. <laughs> well, talk about your own style. He definitely has his own style too. Oh yeah, that's I'm not. Um, I want to be clear. I'm not bashing Kevin Hart by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying yeah, yeah, it yeah. is insane how he went from like a Comedy Central special, which 
that is a big, I mean, that's a big break, but that's mm-hmm. like the starting step for a lot of comedians. And then, you know, they maybe get a couple of their specials or whatever, but he went from that to being like fucking in Jumanji. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. he was, in, <laughs> he was in everything. Yeah. Yeah. He blew up. I remember, uh, having one of his standups on my iPod when we were in like middle school. Well, hold on. You got a little Robetronic. I heard you say I and then iPod. We we lost the middle part. Oh, damn it. I had uh, I had one of his specials on my iPod, like in middle school, high oh. school. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him live at IU. No shit. Yeah, he came and did like a thing. I went with uh, I went with a good friend, Connor. And, yeah. Uh, Shout out Connor. Yeah. But yeah, because it was it was one of those things where like they announced it like a year in advance or something, because they knew the tickets were gonna sell like crazy. And then students I forget how they broke it up, but like it was a way for like students to get everyone had a chance to get tickets. And uh yeah, I remember mm-hmm. like staying up and like buying like tr- getting the tickets as soon as possible. That's awesome. Funny. It was a good time. Yeah, I saw Kevin Hart and the Blue Man Group. Those were the two live performances I saw at a uh, college. <laughs> I met the Blue Man Group. We met him afterwards. Took a picture with them. Great guys. Really? Not much. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But oh yeah, Kevin Hart definitely had his. I part of me wishes that he would still do stand up. He, I don't think he's done it for a while. But yeah, he had a very, a very good way of doing stand up. Mm-hmm. And we're running out of time here. I'll, I will say my last, the last comedian that I, I want to talk about with unique style that really bums me out that one controversy kind of ruined their whole career, or I should say, ruined their whole career. But like, people stopped caring as much. Fucking Dane Cook. Oh yeah, yep. I had. Uh... Da- I had his stand up on my iPod too. Yeah. And I know some people will be like, oh, he wasn't even that funny. He's like the nickelback of comedians. Nickelback's fucking good. And so was Dane Cook. Yeah. If, I agree. And if you don't believe me, if you're listening to me and you're like, Dane Cook wasn't that funny, go watch some of his specials on YouTube and shit. Yeah. It is very funny. He is very funny. And his yeah, way I of delivering like- joke, like, yeah, I don't know. He was, he was great. Loved him, and he just had one minor controversy where he kind of stole a joke, I guess, and everybody shit. Oh, the I didn't fans. even know that. Yeah, it was ironically enough. Uh, it was Louis C.K. who called him out on it, and look what happened to Louis C.K. He's a shitty guy. Oh boy. So. Yeah. I do love Louis C.K.'s stand-up, though. Not yeah, condoning, you know, what he did. He got a piece of shit for, for that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, he's bad. His stand-up's so fucking funny. Yes. I, I will I will give you that. His show was really funny, too. And actually, funnily enough, his show, he had Dane Cook on, and they like they did, like, a, a bit talking about him still. Like, they, they had already hashed it out, I think, in real life, but then they did, like, a thing in the show of, like, them hashing it out, and it was really good. So, anyway, well, I know we've done this question before, but like, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite stand-up comedian? Because like, there's a lot of them out there, and everybody has different opinions of different people. So like, I don't know. Tell us your favorite comedians. Yeah, favorite comedian. Any answers? Do we get any answers to last week's question? Whatever it was, don't remember it. Was there even a question? Yeah, last week's question was. Uh... Something that scares you the most. Oh. And we got no responses. So that's what scares me the apparently most. Apparently our listeners aren't scared of shit. <laughs> hey man, all power to you. Well, hopefully we get some responses about some comedians here. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear who favorite comedians are. Because if I somebody I don't know, I'll go listen to them. I'll go watch them. 
There you go. But all right. Well, I hope people respond. Yeah, just I mean, it won't take very long, and uh, we'll mention you on the show a hundred percent. So yeah, we'll give you we'll give you your five seconds. Oh, look at the time. Probably going to head out, but uh, appreciate you guys stopping by. Um, make sure you like and subscribe to uh, get a notification so you can join us every week on Mondays whenever we're out here talking about nothing. See ya.